You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. This, this is, is Talking with the Pros. The pros. Like professionals. This is Talking with the Pros with me, Jess B. I speak to the professionals in the world of audio to gain an insight into what it takes to become a pro. Talking with the Pros. Today we have Polly. Thank you, Polly, for joining us. Please introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going? My name is Polly. I like to go by Polly because my actual name is Paul, and Paul is Paul sounds like wall mm. or ball. Yeah. So every time I hear my name, Across a room or across a stage, right? Mm-hmm. I actually, I can hear Polly a lot better. So that's why I, mm. I like to be called Polly. Um, yeah, uh, I'm an audio engineer mm-hmm. and I've been invited to come on this podcast. So. Yeah. Polly, do you have a last name? My last name? Yeah, my last <laughs> name is Delatory. Like it's from the tower and it's funny because people think, oh, are you Italian? And it's yeah. actually Italian or it's, it's you know, honestly... It's fine. <laughs> I yeah. just I just go just Polly. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm Polly. Yeah, that's great. Thank Polly you. Polly want a cracker. <laughs> yes, thank you. All right, Polly. For those who don't know you, go ahead and tell us all about your background in the world of audio. Okay, my background in audio actually didn't start in the world of audio. It started in the world of music. Mm-hmm. I'm actually. Um, I'm actually a percussionist, mm-hmm. which is when people hear that, they're like, what is that? <laughs> like, that makes no sense. Mm. It's just a drummer. It's just someone that that has a specialty playing instruments, like a high class setting, right? Like mm-hmm. orchestra, kind of a nerdy term too. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a, I'm okay with that, whatever, because I'm a nerd. <laughs> so anyways, I started in music and I was just so curious about... And when did you start in music? I actually started in music way before I like I was in middle school Mm -hmm. and I became a drummer Mm -hmm. Um, my coach actually at the time he wanted me to play football Mm. and I was like hey you know I'm gonna stick with drums instead (laughs) (laughs) my middle school coach wanted me to be a wide receiver and I was just like you know coach I know I'm fast and Mm. I can run but honestly Mm -hmm. I want to drum (laughs) because I got good I got good really fast yeah. And where did you go to school? Were you doing music during your education at all? I mean, I actually go back to middle school. Mm-hmm. Actually, I know that's kind mm-hmm. of like why I talk about middle school, but mm-hmm. middle school is actually where a lot of things start off. Like mm-hmm. kids start off to think, hey, what do I want to do for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. Right. And then they go kind of, you know, they either audition into a high school, right? Like I did. I auditioned to get into LVA, mm-hmm. made it in. I just got very intrigued by music it was such a special thing inspiration for percussion really is just it started from drumming i was so like i was down i i heard a drum beat for the first time and mm-hmm. when i actually what really happened was i was given a drum set and then i was playing on it my sister's boyfriend actually went to unlv so he went to he went to unlv for drums so i thought that was cool but i actually never really wanted to be a drummer I like guitars. Mm. I like, because at the time, you know, rock was a thing, right? That was MTV. MTV was like 
kicking it with rock music and alternative music. So yeah, I just got super passionate about drumming once I started to feel it. Once I started to play the drums and I was like, wait a second, I can actually... The internal. Yeah, yeah. I can actually like do this. Mm -hmm. This is a thing that I could do. I'm not, I act, I don't suck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I felt, I learned the process of getting good at something. Love that. I yeah. lo I'm definitely a fan of the rhythmic section. Gotta love the drums. Gotta love the bass. They really, really keep it going. So mm -hmm. in terms of audio, I know you're doing audio engineer, but take us into kind of like your first experience in audio. Okay. So like right now you're doing... I'm doing audio at VIX. How did that all start for you? Okay. Like the process of becoming an audio engineer, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, it honestly started in college. Mm -hmm. It started here at UNLV. Uh, I didn't think I was going to be an audio engineer mm -hmm. until I realized that, you know, if I want to make money in this world, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, do I want to make money for the rest of my life being a drummer, being a percussionist, <laughs> or do I want to actually you know, make money as something else, mm -hmm. right? As an artist, maybe, or as an audio engineer. And really, to be honest with you, audio engineering is something that just pays the bills for me. I'm actually passionate about music and EDM. Mm -hmm. I love electronic music. Mm -hmm. That's my main, main passion. So I'm actually growing that on the side. And audio engineering is like, it's just paying my bills right mm -hmm. now. But how did I get into audio engineering? It was here at school, a guy here... I was going to school with him and he he was so passionate about just being good at things. <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, who's this guy? I want to get to know this guy. Turns out he's a baseball player. And now uh, he went from playing baseball at Dixie State and UNLV. And now he's actually a professor of audio here okay. at UNLV in the recording studio. His name is Sam Friend. He's a really cool guy. I highly recommend anybody who's listening right now definitely go check out the recording studio at UNLV um, in the music world, in the music department. Mm -hmm. I think it's BMC 160, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Wow, I still mm -hmm. remember that. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, at BMC 160, check out the UNLV recording studio. Just go in there, meet Sam Friend. And if you're interested in audio and learning more about how all this stuff works, mm -hmm. go check him out. Anyways, didn't really answer the question though. <laughs> no, you're good. I, um, love, I love the deep dive and everything. Yeah. Go ahead, expand on that. Yeah. So, anyways, him and I, we just, we just really connected in school. We were, you know, going through the drumming program, the percussion program here, and we were just bonding on a lot of different topics and things. Mm -hmm. Excuse me, I just, I'm drinking seltzer water and it's making oh. me burp right now. <laughs> Yeah, Perrier. <laughs> yeah, I know it's bougie. Uh, but anyways, um, him and I just started um, really connecting, and I wanted to know more about how audio really, really works. Yes. And at the time, I was actually in a rock band mm. from high school, mm -hmm. so I was getting audio equipment already. Mm -hmm. uh, I got my first audio console at eighteen. That was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Right. So this was around that time where I was a freshman in college, just out of high school, right? Trying to figure out what I want to do. Do I really want to be a drummer and professional percussionist or do I want to be an audio engineer? Right. And that's kind of how that started. It was really, um, yeah, it was a lot. So did he have like some insights on where you could go ahead and like plug in? Like, this is a venue that you need to check out. Oh, I, I know a guy, that well, kind of it, thing. It's so funny because Sam, Sam and I, 
we were both students. Mm. We're actually at this at this time. We're both going through the same program. Oh. Him and I are just learning about all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We're both learning about audio around the same time. He's actually two. I think he was two grades ahead of me. Mm-hmm. He was learning a lot mm-hmm. all at the time, mm-hmm. and I was just picking his brain al- along the side, mm-hmm. alongside my schooling and drumming and music. Really, the the catalyst for me to really pursue audio was as a profession was going to meet other percussionists. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? This is something I don't know if I want to do this for the rest of my life. I mean, I I I think it's awesome. They do great things, mm-hmm. right? You go see a concert and you see these drummers and they're doing amazing things in this world and that's fantastic. Do I want to be doing that for the rest of my life? You know, getting off gigs at 3 a.m.? I'm still doing that, but the cool thing about audio is you can work in any anything that needs audio, right? Uh, still working late nights, obviously, but uh, definitely, definitely, there's so it's just such a broad world. Mm-hmm. There's so many different avenues for audio yeah. and for work, right? And I think people that want to go in this profession, it's it's a great it's a great thing to go into in terms of the musicians in that lifestyle gigging and realizing the efforts that are put in. You know, music just doesn't happen. You yeah. you have to invest in the practice and getting you locked in. Right. And so when they show up, they may be getting compensation for their time and performance, but most likely it's just like exposure. So I think yeah. that's where the sad part of the industry of music, and especially Las Vegas, I feel that there needs to be more of recognition for musicians here in town than rather just basing, oh, how many numbers can you get? How much bar pool can we get out of you? And, you know. Yeah, so that's why... I saw that while I was in college. Mm-hmm. I, I noticed, and also too, it's you know I, I don't think it was them talking about drinking, but mm. <laughs> honestly, it was mm. it was just like, do I want to be hanging out without those kinds of people, mm. or do I want to be kind of like a leader in a different sense? Wow, you know, like mm. instead of just being you know part of a band and just kind of like this background thing, mm-hmm. I want to be a leader s- still, mm-hmm. right? So. I'm taking my musicianship in mm-hmm. that drive for music, turning it into becoming an artist. I'm actually, I'm a, I'm a producer as well. I make electronic music. That's my main thing that I really yeah. want to make money at. That's like awesome. I want, I want to, okay, straight up. I want a DJ at EDC, but when you're in the crowd and you're looking at the stage, the first question you're going to ask is, okay, this, this is cool, but where, yeah, but no, but like, where's the DJ? Uh, right. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden you look up into the sky and you're like, holy, ho- that there's no way he's actually skydiving <laughs> into the stage or skydiving into backstage. Right. And then I go on stage <laughs> with a drum line and then use my drum line chops, use my drumming chops, use all of my percussion chops oh, wow. and then drop really awesome dubstep rhythm Uh like excision and elenium but just on steroids Mm -hmm. yeah that's kind of what i want really that's my main passion i love that for you yeah Uh, so i am audio just pays my bills yeah i you know what i just appreciate those who take the time to 
really understand the whole picture. So you coming as a musician into the world of audio and doing audio engineering for support on a band and saying, like, I know what's going to sound good because I have that musician ear. I've been there. I know what we're looking for. And then you dial it in and you really, you know, just produce something for then the audience. And not only that, but making sure that the musicians are in good hands and that they're going to be taken care of because they're already performing, getting up on that stage and feeling, you know, that pressure that comes along with it. You're on back of the house, you're doing running the audio and you're in the the booth and you're in their hands at that point. Exactly. The crowd's in my hands. The musicians are in my hands. The entire operation is actually, if you you feel that weight on your shoulders as an audio engineer Mm -hmm. and more so than a camera operator or more so than a lighting person, right? And actually, if you think about it, before, um, before people were consuming content visually, Mm -hmm. they consumed it through audio, Mm -hmm. right? People communicated through audio acoustically, um, without even any reinforcement from electrical equipment, Mm -hmm. microphones and all that people Mm -hmm. just communicating through voice, through building a, a, a space like a cathedral Mm -hmm. to communicate long distances, uh, a sermon, right? Audio has, I mean, just just listening to Mm -hmm. things, vibrations, right? Sound waves were our first form of communication. Mm -hmm. I mean, (laughs) right? I don't know, it's, I'm not not super, I guess you could say like scientific on that. It's Mm -hmm. just, I I went to school. (laughs) Right, Right. I love Uh, it. I love yes. that you're applying yourself and bringing all that your knowledge on the audio field to to support them to bring in the audience. I you know what sometimes I feel like when you come to listen to music and now listening to music in person is just such a gift and it's such an experience and it's such a time to enjoy music and when you have the audio lacking everyone yeah. everyone everyone can tell it, mm-hmm. it, like I don't know if anybody remembers Adele mm. performing. Mm. There was a, I think it was Grammys mm. or something, billboards, billboard awards, I don't know. But Adele was playing and everyone was like, what's this thing in the, something's happening. Mm. You could see her, right? But there was this, I think it was a, either a microphone that fell into the piano. I don't know exactly what happened. Something happened. Wow. And every time the piano would hit a certain note, just the audio was off. Mm. Everybody could tell. You know, if at least the video cuts out or the lighting goes out. If you can still hear the performer, if you can still hear what you want to hear, you can still get that experience that you're looking for. So audio engineers, really, no one really knows, nobody, like the end consumer has no idea how much work really goes into audio. They have no clue, which it's fine, actually. Mm -hmm. I think... You know, when you when you're listening to your favorite song, I um, if I don't want a song, a specific song, I'll just skip it, right? Mm-hmm. And skipping that song, that artist might have spent an entire year developing, right, or something, or a, a long time. They spent a month, you know, get to a point to record a song and put it out there, and you can skip it in less than a second, right? right? Yeah. So that perspective, you know, it's ultimately uh, working in the industry has taught me more so instead of, you know, I'm, I'm the kind of person that thinks about the end consumer, not thinking about, you know, my job and my role. 
per se. I want to I want to really connect with the end consumer, the person that's consuming the product, the the audience. It's important. And I, I noticed that in the audio world and in any tech world, any world, really, people get so caught up in the world that the disconnect between them and the, and the end user, I noticed that happen a lot. Mm-hmm. And I also noticed that because it's such a competitive environment, really, to get a job mm-hmm. behind an audio console, you know, having, having a lot of awareness as your role as an A1, mm-hmm. it's key. You have to have it. If you want to secure a job and you want to keep that job, you have to know what great music sounds like or know what great speech and dialogue sounds like, um, how to organize a show and run that show properly so that anyone who's paying hundreds, thousands, millions of dollars for that show, that it gets it gets across. Right. All of the inner workings that even like come to the sound check. Yeah. These things are happening before anybody sits down to enjoy it. Right. So we're working behind the scenes, getting the audio dialed in. And even on the moment they go live and you hit the production time and the event starts, something can go wrong so fast. Right. And that you're there problem solving, going back step by step through the channels, through, okay, the line, seeing where the problem lies and just being so fast and quick on it because everyone's churning, whipping their head, looking from left to right. Okay. Like who's going to fix this and who's going to fix this now? Because I just paid a bunch of money and I came to enjoy myself and Hey, we're all working towards the same goal of wanting to bring that great experience. So I definitely love that you're passionate about the audience because there is often a disconnect in the world of technology when it comes to the end consumer and let's just say like this is what it's all about and you know bringing people sharing with people the love of audio and getting them really excited so where they don't even realize we're there but you know we're there just loving that they're enjoying a great sound Mm -hmm. at the end yeah and and honestly it's it's also part of job security also because <laughs> <laughs> here's the thing is is actually there's a lot of engineers out there that they they'll just get a rough mix you know they know they know a lot about the profession mm. they know a lot about audio but are they wanting to take that next step and try to make it sound really really good like like the record right you know ultimately it's such a competitive mm. environment because there's only one seat behind an audio console And there's only so many audio consoles, Mm -hmm. right? And even when we're listening to the news shows, right, on a a news broadcast or a podcast online, right, on YouTube, TikTok, whatever, um, all these teams that put millions of dollars behind a project, there's only one man running the sound. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? Like, if you think about that, millions of dollars (laughs) put into these massive projects, Mm -hmm. massive projects. Mm -hmm. Usually it's only one engineer at a console managing that portion of that project. And obviously in a million dollar project, there's multiple engineers Mm. with different skill sets that are very much the same, but they're, they're delegated to different tasks. And, um, you know, your reputation spreads quick because it's such a small industry. Mm. So having, having a great reputation is paramount, right? And that reputation is built by 
no matter what job you're on, no matter who you're in front of, what crowd you're in front of. doesn't matter if you're at a small, tiny hotel, right? That's like two stars Mm -hmm. and you're doing a band that's like a cover band, right? Or working at the Chelsea Theater for an original artist, Mm -hmm. right? And you don't even know that artist yet, but you have to run that soundboard Mm -hmm. and you have to make that crowd happy Mm -hmm. with the sound. The principle stays the same. Your reputation spreads. And I'm noticing that. Actually, Mm -hmm. the way I got the job at Vix was cool because I I didn't really expect it. I didn't really expect a lot of this. Mm -hmm. I didn't even expect the stress. (laughs) I didn't think it was going to be this stressful. Mm -hmm. Actually, that's good because... I cared so much about it. I was so passionate about my role in my job and just loving music in general from the get-go that a lot of engineers, a lot of the best engineers, best producers, best, just a lot of super talented people are creative people. They're, They're highly creative people. They're not super technical. They have the discipline to learn the technical side and to learn not just the techni- the technical side, the scientific side, learning the physics, learning the, you know, guys that make, like, who built the Madison Square Garden sphere. Mm-hmm. That's a tremendously stressful project. It's never been done before. Holoplot is a new technology out of Germany. It's just, it hasn't been really tested here in America yet. Mm-hmm. And it's about to be put on for big, big productions here. Yeah. And it's just, that's the crazy thing about this. uh, That's the crazy thing about audio and this whole world of entertainment, production, anything that is Mm content-based. It is just, it's overwhelming. And that, you have to be able to take that stress. So my coach in middle school, right? I think about him a lot actually sometimes because I still think of myself more of an athlete than an actual musician or tech. I, I love athletics so much. People never actually, like, I, they think that I'm just like this nerd working my tail off to just be, right, just to be an audio person. And But in reality, I, I connect with athletes a lot. Yeah, I can see that in yeah. your physique <laughs> and all that yeah. you do. I love that you're referencing your coach and the motivational support that he gave you and how it's still carrying with you to this day. It's definitely inspirational in terms of when it comes to the love of audio you applying yourself like you were saying in terms of the sphere we're seeing new technology there then it's a music venue so just like the productions that are going to go on there i once was upon a time not really excited about it but now and just like you're right there's just room for so much potential in this and Mm -hmm. just wondering where they're going to take it and where it's going to go So in terms of future technology, where do you see the world of audio going? I see the world of audio going similar to Elon Musk's Starlink. Mm. I think that's what it's called. Mm -hmm. It's uh, bringing the internet, right, Mm -hmm. to remote areas. Um, Audio can travel like that um, with something called ham radio, right? You You can bounce audio off the moon and back. It's pretty crazy. Mm. I think that's really, you know, audio, it's the future of it, technical side or the yeah. creative side, both. or just mm-hmm. both or mm-hmm. just anything like mm-hmm. the future of audio. Mm-hmm. Man, you know what? That question is for the guys that are working on the actual tech. I'm mm-hmm. talking I'm talking about the the engineers, the mm-hmm. the engineers that I I think are a lot better than me. <laughs> Cuz I'm just 
I'm just a mixing engineer. I'm, I'm somebody that's an operator of the console. Mm-hmm. But there's engineers that work on the tech. There's engineers that com- program audio, that mm-hmm. go into AI-based mm-hmm. audio, right? Artificial mm-hmm. intelligence. Uh, these people, what they may not be creative people, but they are the ones. <sighs> AI is already... It's it's like it's standard at this point. You were seeing TikToks and Instagram Reels, you know, YouTube Shorts, a trending right now with audio that's uh, AI based, mm. right? Like Eleven Labs, for example. It's just it's generated by non-human sources, and it's amazing. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. Adobe! Mm-hmm. Here's the future of audio. Here's here's an example of that. It's already happening. You can take camera audio that is so bad like really, really bad, you can still hear the voice somewhat and it will actually mix that voice and it'll apply AI-based compression, EQ, things that we know in the audio world, right? Gating and all that, limiting. It'll process the audio and make it sound really good. Adobe's doing that, right? So for anybody who's listening, I highly recommend getting into the world of AI now. Mm. Do not wait. Mm. Do not wait. Get into it now because it's already breaking, you know, what we think is possible and speech, right? Um, it's altering speech right now. It's kind of scary <laughs> how that's happening. I just think the future of audio is is going into the world of AI. Mm. Yeah. It's really, it, it and it, it already has been for quite a while, right? right? Yeah. Like, I mean, the world is moving so fast. Just the fact that we can go even faster, move quicker, be efficient. We're, you know, especially in the United States, we're about being productive, you know, being progressive, being innovative. And we're kind of the leaders in that. So, of course, as soon as we can make a task that's usually 30 minutes, five minutes, we're going to pick that up so that we can put more on our plate. We love to not only learn you know, do more. Yeah. And it's it's a great thing and a great tool to help aid what we're doing. But I really also want us to keep our basics so that we know, like, we have this AI technology. But currently, it's only so far. So, you know, we still have to, like, manually, you know, check its work right. <laughs> at this yeah. point. But you're right. Uh, AI is really going farther in in all of its abilities and potential in terms of your personal journey in the world of audio and audio engineering Mm. where do you see yourself in in futures time well i see myself really really pursuing my passion Mm. outside of audio Mm. because audio right now is paying my bills Mm -hmm. it's so nice to be a creative person Mm -hmm. and also have this technical knowledge to operate consoles like this and to make live sound happen. There's obviously different industries, right? They're all contingencies for me. I want to focus on my production, my music production, because really, ultimately, I'm so, I recognize my talent. I'm like, I'm like, okay, if I got all this work and all this time and blood, sweat and tears invested into just learning an instrument and re- getting really good at that, um, audio is going to pay my bills while I pursue this passion. I'm not the only one doing this, actually. There's hundreds of other guys and gals doing this. And I think that it's it's extremely competitive. So I just, I'm going to do that instead. I, I, I love competition. <laughs> I actually won two state competitions in high school. It's kind of funny how that works. Like I love competition because competition is really not 
with other people. Competition is with yourself. Mm-hmm. That competition is every second, every hour, every every day, every week, every month, right. every right. year, right? right? So I'm just, I'm always trying to see, I, I mean, I gave this advice actually at a lecture recital. It was kind of, I just made it up on the spot, honestly. Let's hear it. <laughs> it was just never stop learning. Never stop learning because if you stop learning in this world, how fast things are moving, content, right? Uh, you will be left behind. And that is not, you know, I don't mean that as a mean thing. I mean that as a, as a truth, an undeniable truth that things are moving so quick with technology. Things are being studied. There's students studying generative AI and right now there's classes for that generative AI and prediction based AI for financial institutions. It's just amazing how that's how, you know, people are moving so quick and it's in the span of a couple months. Right. And I love that you're going to go back to your home roots of music yeah. and, and really sharing your passion, all of the skills that you've learned and applying those. Though other people are doing it, I think you'll bring a unique sound and you know, there's not another Polly out there and I can't mm-hmm. wait to hear everything that you produce except for Polly D DJ <laughs> DJ Polly D because yeah. everybody can everybody confuses me with DJ Polly D and that's fine uh-huh. oh, he's, right, right. he's not just a DJ because mm. he was on Jersey Shore so mm-hmm. he's right? a celebrity that's what yeah, he's brain. exactly and then I'll just tell people you know my actually it's funny I want my DJ name to be, just be Polly mm-hmm. it's just it's without the D the DJ and the D mm. it's fine I just that's kind of my brand is I'm not just a DJ I want to revolutionize the way live sound basically we go to shows and it's just stereo most of the time maybe we might have some delay speakers set up we will have delay towers at EDC and Coachella you'll see these massive towers mm-hmm. that are delaying the audio right um, but it's still a left and right source I want to bring surround sound to live sound and make it cool Mm -hmm. and make it so that it's almost a standard like you go to a show and instead of hearing sound you know left and right you're hearing a a source Mm -hmm. that is actually outputting different right it's 7.1 11.1 crazy audio setups in live sound i think that'd be so cool i love that this is happening so again i thank you and all the best to you Polly. And we'll be hearing you. I know you're going to do it. You're going to kill it. Everything you do. Thank you for setting a new standard in the world of audio. Thank you. I want to do the best I can. Awesome. Thank you. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. And if you missed any of today's episode, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available, like Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Talking with the Pros with me, Jess B. I love you, and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.